listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. So I guess it's it's four hours from now, I think, when the inauguration ceremony commences, right? It's noon Eastern time. Yeah, I think he's done by... I think he's done by noon. Doesn't it start at 11 and then he's president at noon? I thought it started at noon. Either way, I mean, he does like they they do the the only thing that is constitutionally required of this whole thing is him taking the oath, which is about 30 seconds. Yes. The rest of it is all ceremony. The The rest of it is all stuff that's been added on over the years. The concerts and the speeches like, you know, he'll probably get up there and do like an hour long speech or something like that. Uh, I don't know that it's going to be that long. I've heard I've heard less than a half hour. What what have you heard specifically? 20, 20 minutes? But, 20, but you know, okay, 20 so. minutes is what they plan for, but right. add, but you know, I mean add some time for applause right. breaks, applause breaks and all the nonsense that comes with it. <laughs> Let me ask this I, guy. I mean the idea that, that 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 you know, there are applause breaks during a a speech is it, weird. Let me ask this guy a question. Okay. Right. So if if Biden's speech is 20 minutes long today, what's you know, is it what's longer? <laughs> Frampton, do you feel like we do? <laughs> Off of, off of Frampton comes, comes alive. alive. Got to do the live version. Yeah, yeah, yes, of course. Yeah, or Biden's speech. Uh, it would be Biden's speech. <laughs> yeah, by about five minutes. Yeah, nice job. Yeah, Who's yeah. this? This is Brent. Good job, Brent. Yeah, it's actually fourteen and change. I think yeah. as Frampton comes alive. Yeah. do you feel like we do? And I don't believe at any one one point, uh, Joseph Biden today will say Bob Mayo <laughs> on keyboards. On keyboards, Bob, Bob Mayo. Mayo. I don't think that's going to happen. What's Although the, Bob um, Mayo is probably available to play the keyboards today. Go, yeah, don't don't say how long it is. But what is? I know you'll know this. On um, it was in the Zeppelin movie, and it's on the album. What's the really long track that they do? There's two. No quarter and dazed and confused. But Days and, Days and Confused, Days and Confused takes up an entire album side. Super long one. Uh, All right, so okay, let me. Yeah. I think we've got we've got Dave. I know here. how long it is. Okay, we've got. And Dave, I know the answer to this. Dave here on the phone. Um, Dave, Biden's speech at twenty minutes <laughs> or Led Zeppelin, Days and Confused. The live version. From the song remains yeah. the same. Yeah. Which, which is longer? No, Led Zeppelin's longer. Yeah, you're right. Yep, <laughs> twenty six minutes, fifty three seconds. I just looked it up. Yep, twenty six fifty three, right there. Yep, it is. Uh, it is. Uh, that's long and bloated. That that is. You know, yes. Zeppelin had a tendency to do that live. By the way, we could do this all day. I mean, let's, let's think of if you've got a song we want to compare, or maybe you test us. Give us a call four eight zero four eight zero four seven zero KSLX, or we'll test you one way or the other. Which is longer, Biden's acceptance speech or or inaugural speech or Song of the moment, and it, we'll, we'll try to test us, or we'll test you. We'll say if Biden's speech. Let's just let's just take it for a given that it's going to be twenty minutes. Yeah, although I think it's going to be a little longer again because of, because of you know. Yeah. And oh, we oh we have a Joe Biden drinking game too that we're going to introduce this morning <laughs> as well, which will be fun. We were talking earlier about presidential dogs. There has been no presidential dog the last four years. But President Biden today will bring in a dog that he two two dogs and a cat from what oh, I is understand. That right? Yeah, that's okay. what I hear. Yeah, one of the dogs is a rescue. Oh my God, <laughs> that's so precious. I can't believe he did that. By the way, I, when did that? 
I don't know. It's such a pretentious thing. It okay. Listen, I. And by the way, I, Mark and I both we've both done it. We've yeah. both done it. But the idea that somehow rescuing a dog is some sort of a badge of courage. I mean, it's cool, but it's also economically. It's an economically sound decision as well. It's yes. It's a win-win. Basically, yeah, everybody wins. I didn't know that what I did. You know, we adopted the dog. So heroic. Patched. Patch the dog is that going on about eight months now, I think. And I didn't know it was technically a rescue. It's a rescue <laughs> until you said it to me. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, we just adopted him. Yeah, I know. Adopted her. And uh, you're like, well, that's that's what they call that, that's yeah. a rescue now. It it's is like, now. Oh, yeah, they've, okay. it has to be heroic. And it's yeah. And by the way, I, 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 you should do that. If you can get oh, a yeah. dog, you can, if you can get a dog from the Arizona Animal Welfare League or I deal with Saving Paws in the West Valley, you know, different different <laughs> organizations, that's great. But I love the idea, like, <clears throat> somehow the dog was, like, in a in a precipitous position somewhere where oh, yeah. they were in trouble. Well, the dog had been kidnapped by a terrorist group, <laughs> and I rescued it. The dog was hanging from a cliff, and I rescued it. Because <laughs> yeah, it's funny, when, when we take pets <clears throat> to the dog park, it's, you know, She'll be running around. Somebody will say, how old is your dog? Oh, you know, we think about five years old. Oh, you don't know. No, she was rescued. I rescued mine, too. <laughs> it's always the response. You and know? then, of course, you know that when you go outside, they've got like a Subaru Outback with a bumper sticker on it. It says, who rescued who? <laughs> yes. By the way, it's whom, by the way, just just so Is you it? know. I don't know. Uh, and then and by, and <laughs> based upon the, the behavior of the dog, you need to put the dog in line sometimes. So, hey, hey, I rescued you. That's right. I'm the one that gave them the money for your shots and, and, right. and vaccinations. But it is funny it's like yours is a rescue oh that's oh great God. mine's a rescue too and then you oh. stand around thinking about how great you both are yes exactly now and, and, and it's funny because somebody could walk into the dog park with like this amazing like purebred uh uh you know just perfect schutzhund trained german shepherd that just stands majestically on mm-hmm. something and the two rescue people are like Pfft. Didn't rescue. Exactly. Didn't rescue. Yes, that's right. You should have rescued. No, it's it's fun. You could have rescued four dogs for the price of that one. I get a kick out of it because the term rescue is, it's unnecessarily dramatic, right? Right, yes. The, do- the dog was not tied to the railroad tracks. Snidely <laughs> whiplash had the dog. <laughs> I didn't run into a burning building <laughs> yeah. to get the dog. But... <laughs> What's that? You were stuck in a well and the sun was going down? I'm glad I came along. But, uh, yes, so I don't know if Biden is like... Super dog lover, or he's just like, hey, this is good press. Yeah, for this me. looks good. Rescue is the thing to do. But it's like a, it's like a gender reveal party. Got to have yeah. one of those too. All right. <laughs> you know what? If you did rescue a dog, you oh, did no. a good thing. We're just yeah. giving you a hard time. It's just funny. It's just, you don't yeah. you don't deserve a medal for it. <laughs> you just you just deserve to spend a lot of money on that dog. Yeah. Uh, president or President-elect Joe Biden, when he becomes president later, uh, his speech is probably going to be about 20 minutes long. That's so, what they're planning for, yeah. So, what like, we were talking, what was it, Dazed and Confused by Led Zeppelin on their live album. It's 25 minutes, so that wins. So, yeah, we were saying, what's longer, that or this? And uh, like we did, Frampton comes alive. Do you feel like we do? And the president's speech will be longer than that. Yes, because that's about fourteen and change. So, yeah. all right. So go ahead, try and try and stump us here. Hey, good morning. How about uh, the original Enigata de Vida, Iron Butterfly? <laughs> okay. So, what are you asking us? Which is longer? Yes, sir. <laughs> Well, Biden's speech is longer. Biden's speech. Biden's speech is actually longer. The the actual Inagata Davida, the full version is 17 minutes and five seconds. So by two minutes and 55 seconds, Joe Biden wins that comparison. Although 
The radio edit. The radio edit is of, like three minutes. It's two minutes and fifty-two oh, seconds. Yeah, you yeah, can barely that. tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say all the good parts are still in there. Thank you. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah. Inagata Davida. If you they cut it down to two minutes and fifty-two seconds from to play eighteen on minutes the radio. long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seventeen and change. God, it was so close. They're almost indistinguishable when you hear them next to each other. Well, like I said. All the good parts are still in there Yeah, at two minutes and 52 seconds. Here's the thing. The original album version of that is what we in the radio business call a poop song. Exactly. You, know, you would put that on, and then, you know, back when we had to play vinyl, yep. you put that on, and then you'd go and take care of business and come back, and the song would be half over. Okay. So, you know, and a lot of emails here, like, uh, I'm trying to find this one. What was it? Uh, oh, Liza said, how about Ted Nugent's Stranglehold? That's only about eight minutes long. Yeah, yeah. Same thing yeah. with Layla. Layla, Layla's only Layla's yeah. actually only six and change. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I'm thinking, uh, how about uh, uh, I'm your captain closer to home? How long is that? I think that, that's like that's nine Grand minutes. Funk. I believe, yeah, you can check me on this, but I believe it's nine minutes and 47 seconds. Jeez, look at you. Yeah, all, some of that all. stuff is Rain Manny with me. Yeah, with me. well, yeah. all right, well, you know, so, look, the question is, can you find a song that is going to be longer than President, incoming President, President-elect Biden's inaugural speech, which is scheduled to go off at 20 minutes? So we'll go, we'll believe them at their word. Yeah, um, I guess, uh, what is it, uh, which would be longer, Biden's speech, or how about uh, Arnold Guthrie's uh, Alice's Restaurant? Alice's Ooh. Restaurant is longer. Is it longer? Yep. That I think one, so. That one I don't know. I think so, yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Actually, uh, it depends. There are several versions of Alice's Restaurant, but... That, like the famous one, do you know the the answer? It's twenty five minutes. Well, if, no, if it's twenty, it's not twenty five minutes. It's not twenty five minutes. The one, in the, the one in the movie, is eighteen and a half minutes long. And then there's an actual Alice's Restaurant album from Arlo yeah, Guthrie, right, where he's Eight, sitting at the table. Yeah, eighteen minutes and twenty seconds. Okay, is how long that one is? Might have been longer. So the, the president's speech is by a minute and forty seconds uh, longer than Arlo Guthrie's version <laughs> of Alice's Restaurant. Now. That being said, let's be honest. I mean, there are some live versions of it that have gone longer than the eighteen twenty. But if we're going by the official, yeah. the official numbers by okay. the, by the numbers, All right. it appears that uh, that uh, the president's speech will be longer. Okay, than that. Well, fair enough. So it's a little over three hours now that I think the inauguration ceremony starts. It's noon Eastern is my understanding. Okay. And uh, I'm, not a, uh, I'm not a ceremony guy. You know what, how I feel about graduations, right? Yeah. I, I yeah. try to avoid graduation ceremonies at yeah. all costs. But I guess the, the biggest... Well, what's the biggest ceremony you've ever been involved in? Not necessarily attended, but been oh, involved God. in. I, I, I mean, would it be your daughter's wedding? No, my, 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 my college graduation, I guess, okay. would be the biggest... You know, and, and I, I would guess say my, my confirmation when I was a kid, I, my confirmation, a couple thousand people in the church. That was a big church. Wow. Yeah. You, you, you really put butts in the seat just for your confirmation. For my confirmation. <laughs> yes, it was mine. Everybody. Wow. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, our, 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 our confirmation class or whatever the hell that is. I got it. Call, okay. I got it. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, there were several thousand people in okay. at St. Margaret Church. It was a big church, a big Catholic church. Yeah. So I, I would think that the biggest ceremony I've ever gone to is probably my daughter's graduation, which was at Sun Devil Stadium from ASU. That's a lot of people. Yeah, and I can't – they didn't do it one by one, have each kid come up through. It was more of like a, a general overall ceremony. Did they do that like 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 the, the, the graduates and degrees in management, you know, the school of management? That's what it was, yeah. Is that how they do it? Then the school of arts or whatever it is. Because there's no doubt at some point I whispered to my wife, they're not going to have every kid go up on stage, are they? Yeah, I imagine that's, that's a, a very common thing. And um, she's like, I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I guess I, uh, the biggest ceremony – 
I've ever been to. Probably when they uh, awarded the Lombardi Trophy at the Super Bowl in uh, in San Diego when the, when the Buccaneers beat the Raiders. You know, okay. I, I, I stuck around because that's you're supposed cool. to do that when yeah. it's over. That's a ceremony, right? The, the, the handing of a trophy to somebody? Yeah. It's an informal ceremony, but it's a ceremony that you got to give them the trophy. I would say the the capacity of, of what is called what was called Qualcomm Stadium is about 70,000. There might have been 30,000 people there still to, to right. you know, when they gave away the, the yeah. trophy. When they and played. that's about how many were, I would estimate, was at Sun Devil Stadium when I was there. For so 30,000 is the yeah. biggest ceremony I think I've ever, I mean, I've ever witnessed that I've ever been to. Okay, we'll do the competition again. Can anybody beat that? Or, 30, or like, what's the Yeah, like what's the, the biggest – and not for you or, you know, maybe you're just there to watch something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not your ceremony, yeah. but something like, like – I you know, parades don't count. Um, and you know, con- go, concerts don't count even though, you know – Yeah, concerts and festivals, things like that. Yeah. That doesn't – you know, going to the Us Festival in 1983 is, didn't matter. Ceremony is something where some sort of formal something is presented. A or, wedding, or, a graduation, a processional yeah. of some sort. Some sort of decree is mandated, et cetera, et cetera. I w- yeah, I would so, say. So if you've got something yeah. like that, 480-470-KSLX, it would be interesting to – what's the biggest ceremony you were ever at? What's a ceremony? you got a wedding, a funeral, a graduation, graduation birth, an, an inauguration. An inauguration, right? uh, you know, something like that. Uh, a uh, Somebody's being decreed, given a key to the city. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Knighted or something like that. Knighted. Um, like if you went to the royal wedding, that would be a, that would be a big one. You know, I like the, the, the big Princess Charles, yeah. Princess Diana, Prince yeah. Charles thing. All right, that's it's a tough one to beat there. Yeah, I would think so. So with the inauguration today, we're just saying, what's the biggest ceremony you've ever been a part of? Yeah. And I, I think mine, like I said, is my daughter's graduation. You were at the uh, Super Bowl where it turns from a game into a ceremony. They, ceremony. they award the trophy. That's, yeah. the close, that's the closest thing to a, a huge-ass ceremony I've ever been to. Yeah. All right. So what about you? Yeah, I had one back in about 64, 65, when they opened the post office here in Phoenix. Lady Bird Johnson came in and uh, cut the set. The ribbon and had a big ceremony. How many people were there, brother? I, I'm trying to remember because it was uh, all we were all grade school students at the time, and uh, Lady Bird Johnson came in and cut the ribbon, and she she bent over and shook my hand, and it was in the Arizona <laughs> Gazette, and for years, my mom had that article till she passed away. Never knew what happened. Oh, that's nice. That's a good story. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right, that's pretty cool. I, I don't right have there. anything as cool as that, but I will yeah. tell you, uh, remember when Pope John Paul II toured the United States? I was living in Dorchester at the time, um, and it was a parade. You know, the, the, Pope, the Pope parade, this was before the Popemobile. They didn't have the Popemobile back right. then. Um, so he sat on the back of an opened, like a Lincoln or a Cadillac or whatever it was, with this huge robe flowing over the back trunk of the, of the car. So, you know, we're going through, tra- I was at the front of the line, like in the front, front three. I put my hand out and actually got to touch the corner of the car, which means <laughs> I touched the, the robe of the Pope. And I went home and told my mother. And you would have thought I was the Pope. <laughs> I was like, I was a kid, a little, little kid, when I was just touched the robe. And, and she's like, yeah. oh my, it was like, we just told that story about how his mom had the picture from the Gazette yes, up yes. on the, you know, that held on. No, that was, I, I remember the Pope's tour. I, Humble Pie opened up. Yeah, I believe I'm so, yeah. mistaken, but mm, yeah. um, I love his story because not only is it, you know, you know his mom was so proud because the first lady, the then first lady, shook his hand. Yeah. But also it shows you the first lady coming in for a post office opening. That says this was a smaller town then. 
I this would, was a much smaller town. Or or the duties of the first lady were much more relaxed back then. Back then. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a first lady now just taking a trip to a no. city to to commemorate opening of something? Like I think that's what the first lady used to do back then. She was like ceremonial. She just would go to things that right. that the president couldn't do. No, it'd be like a Melania Trump returned today from the opening of mailboxes, etc. <laughs> <laughs> On Thomas and Forty Fourth. I will tell you though. Uh, I mean, a place. I mean, if there's a place that a first lady should go and just hang out. Scottsdale would be the place. I could, <laughs> That's true. You know, yeah. and between the resorts and yeah. all of the plastic surgeons yeah. and all of the, you know, the beautiful things that can be had here. This is a good place for somebody to go. I'm sure Lady Bird Johnson was like, send me someplace warm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. As long as it is. He was like, as long as it's not July, sure. I'm good with it. We, we actually just talked to a guy who went to... A graduation at ASU in 2009 where Obama did the key yeah, – President Obama did the keynote speech. So there Was, was like, he the president at the time? He would have been, right? Yeah, I, 2008, I, I think he yeah, was elected. all right. All right. So um, – That's insane. That's big. Yeah, that is that is big. So yeah. they must have set it up in advance of him being president. Maybe, yeah. Probably. And yeah, they, they said there were like 70,000 people there. Sure. And then he said his son was part of some honors mm. group when he was in eighth grade. And went to President Trump's inauguration in 2017. So they've got a couple of big items in the family there. Yeah, that's so. a pretty big one, yeah. All right, what about you? Hey, guys. Biggest event that I ever went to was the Granite Mountain 19 Hot Shots uh, funeral. Oh, man. Toyota Center. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, it's, where was that? At uh, Tim's Toyota uh, Center? Yes, it was. There was not an empty seat inside, and the parking lot outside was packed with people in lawn chairs. And it was probably one of the most emotional places I've ever been in oh, my sure. life watching no, it. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, you said not an empty and, seat. Uh, I was expecting not a dry eye either, because I'm sure there weren't. Oh, there that wasn't. makes sense. Yeah. There wasn't. There was. And when the bagpipes came down the stairs playing uh, taps for everybody that passed, um, yeah, there wasn't a dry eye. Wow. Yeah, I mean that that, that would, would be that would be emotional. That caught me off guard. There, I, I'm yep, familiar with expect that. Yeah. Tim's Toyota Center is up in Prescott Valley, and I've been there for the the state high school wrestling finals. That's and where how many, and how many people how many people can sit there? Probably five thousand. It's a smaller <clears> arena, probably five thousand. Right. But if you know, in that type of situation, they would have used the floor also. Yeah, more than likely. So yeah. another couple thousand. So yeah. yeah, that one gave me goosebumps. Yeah, that would be Damn. A, that's that's a weird one. Yeah, not right. weird, but you know, no, I, that notable. Caught, caught me off guard. That yeah, one. I wasn't expecting that. All right, you got one. You mentioned Pope John. I'm from Chicago originally, and in 1979, when Pope John Paul II visited Chicago, my grandmother took me, and they estimated 1.2 million people were waiting for his motorcade and his service at Holy Name Cathedral. Mm-hmm. And my other one was in 91 at Grant Park, uh, the Chicago Bulls trophy presentation. Sure. They estimate oh. over 1 million people attended. Yeah. Thank you. You know, that's actually a, a good one because trophy presentations to but teams after on, they do the parade. Like on city that, plazas that and would, stuff like that. Yeah. I guess that qualifies as yeah. a ceremony. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the same. When he was talking about in Chicago, that was the same tour that the Pope visited Boston. And I was living in Dorchester, which was the largest poll. It was like the Polish neighborhood for Boston yeah. at the time. And with John Paul II having been Polish, right? they came out of the woodwork. It was insane. All I remember, like I said, is he looked like one of the three musketeers. He had like the big, the red cape flowing. It was like he was Superman. He had the big, long, the like robe? white, white and cardinal red silk robe. It was super ostentatious. You know, a lot of people it was awesome. A lot of people don't know this. He actually borrowed that robe. Robe from Ric Flair. Woo! 
Woo! I'm sure he did. Not a lot of people know that. I didn't, but, I didn't uh, think they would. All right, it's time for uh, the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. That's how we spell it. Duh. Yep. Now, who would believe that things could get so out of hand at the Harrisburg, Pennsylvania Econo Lodge? Oh, my God. No, not yep. the Econo Lodge. Yep. Strange things are afoot. At the Econo Lodge. What happened? Yeah. Well, when 32-year-old Carl Gamby is around, Carl! anything can happen. Because, uh, well, Carl has a drug problem. No. So, in search of privacy, he went into the lobby bathroom at the Econo Lodge. Okay. So that he could inject himself with bath salts and fentanyl. Okay, then. Inject himself. Yeah. I guess this makes you a little crazy because the first thing that Carl did upon exiting the bathroom was grab a young woman who was walking past and Uh kiss her on the neck. Well, he loved her, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. She was able to break free from his grasp, and she ran outside to her car. Okay. As Carl Carl! came out and stood outside her car taking his shirt off, asking for a kiss, the young woman called 911. As well she should have. As she drove off, Carl yelled out that he had something he wanted to show her. Oh, no. And took his pants off. Uh Uh-oh. Here comes the helicopter. Yeah, so... Police arrived shortly after and found Carl completely naked in the Econo Lodge lobby. Well, he did want some private time, so yeah. out came the privates. Yeah, well, he was, you know, he took some clothes off. He was a hot Carl previously. I see what you and did there. he took his clothes off, cooled down a little bit. Carl! So police arrested Carl and took him away, which left the Econo Lodge without a front desk clerk. Oh! That was Carl's job. And this was his first night. <laughs> Uh, I do not have high hopes for his performance review. I really don't. My guess, here's the thing that I always question question when something like that happens. Will he still be paid for the day? (laughs) (laughs) Is he going to get a check for like 18 bucks for however many hours he was working minus taxes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Possibly, boy. but it'll probably be docked for some damage and you know failure you, to, failure to clean up. And would so you forth. like a private room or just one with my privates? Now, actually, all of this happened back in March of 2019. But Carl has spent almost two years now fighting one of the charges. What is what charge was he fighting? The indecent assault charge, but it was just found last week that that charge was also upheld. So tough oh, luck boy. on Carl. Yeah. Well, yep. How do you put what time for you to update your resume, Carl? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know what, though? I mean, let's face it. Uh, one of the jobs of a front desk attendant is to be welcoming and pleasant and engaging and embracing. And he did all of those things. Did Technically, he? Technically, customer service. He was certainly servicing the customer, yeah. or attempting to anyway. All right, then. We'll make Carl Gamby the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Man, that's a beautiful story that guy told, man. Yeah. And the Dumbass of the Day is sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports. You can find them at RideNow.com. Mark and Neanderthal on uh, what is a serious day in America. And hopefully everything hopefully everything comes off without a hitch. No violence, no this and that. And so far, it's very yeah, quiet. It is. Which uh, is good, by the way. I mean, it's... I'm not disappointed by yeah. that. The inauguration is a solemn ceremony. I mean, we, we're all familiar with your various solemn ceremonies. Like, um, I mean, what would be a solemn ceremony comparatively to the inauguration? How about initiation night at Delta House? Uh, I state your name. 
I state your name. Do hereby pledge allegiance to the frat. Do hereby pledge allegiance to the frat. Uh, with liberty and fraternity for all. Amen. Very solemn, very, very serious. It's very serious. It should be taken very seriously. Absolutely. Not something to be trifled with or in any way, shape, or form. No, I mean, when Pinto and Flounder were inducted into Delta House, Animal House, it was, yeah, no, yeah. Completely understand, sure. Actually, even. It was a very, I mean, really one of the more. Ceremonial moments in our nation's history. Yes. It was amazing. No, in even more solemn than the Delta House initiation is the Omega House initiation. We now consecrate the bond of obedience. Assume the position. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? So the inauguration yes. will yeah. be a little different than those today, but I think no that's, less solemn. That's a broad, that's a broad spectrum right there. <laughs> is what that is. <laughs> yeah, woo, Merca. We heard some really great stories earlier this morning when we were talking about big ceremonies that you've been to, and ceremony. You know, when you're talking about a ceremony. Talking about usually something, you, there's marriage, a funeral, um, you know, an inauguration like what's happening today with, uh, you know, President Trump leaving and President uh, Biden coming in. You have the inauguration. You know, ceremonies can be very solemn. They can be festive. Uh, there's all kinds of ceremonies. We heard about a guy who uh, attended the, the you know, the Granite Mountain Hotshots funeral. That, that, that was there's the a most, solemn ceremony right most there. Most incredible ceremony I've ever been to. We talked about a guy who he's been to a, a 1.2 million person ceremony, which was the uh, I guess it's more of a parade, but it was a semi ceremony with the Chicago Bulls celebrating a championship and getting the trophy. Yeah, I, I, I was at the Super Bowl and it was a 2002 when the Buccaneers beat the Raiders. Uh, and, you know, when they present them the Lombardi Trophy, that's the ceremony. To me, that 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 thing is a parade. That, you know, when you go to like, yeah, like, maybe that's you're a right. parade. Um, but, you know, look, I mean, today is a, is a big deal worldwide and certainly for our country. Obviously, uh, we ne- nobody ever wants to wish the president of the United States ill will. You want the United States to do well. And when they have one of these moments where we swear in a new president... Everybody's paying attention. Some paying more attention than others. That's right. Well, you know, but what? everybody's paying attention. We sort of keep an eye on it, and we and we commemorate it. We've got our pal, Attorney General Mark Burnovich, on the phone with us right now. Of course, we do. And he's been to a big ceremony, really very similar to what's going to happen today. But I think first he wants to tell us tell us about he's another big time us, another I think. ceremony. His his wedding. Yes, which was that's an important massive ceremony. ceremony. Sure, right. we'll do we'll do the important one to him, and then we'll get to the big one after. What's up, Bruno? So, okay. Yeah, you know the funny thing is, you know, I'm Eastern European, and so when you have a wedding, it's like a big deal, and everyone expects to be invited. And I remember my father-in-law, my future father-in-law, we were ordering booze, and I kept saying, "We need more, we need more." And he's like, "This is ridiculous. People can't drink this." So I was like, "Trust me, we need more." It was at this bed and breakfast in town, and we had about 225 people there. It was really rowdy. It like was super rowdy, and like the people that owned it actually called the cops themselves. To, um, they said it was so loud. And the funny thing is, I was working, like, I was prosecuting games back then. So there was, like, probably half a dozen, you know, detectives there and stuff. And, you know, at one point, they, they forced the DJ to stop playing music because they said it was too loud or neighbors were complaining or something. And it was a good time. And I just do remember, like, the next day, they were so mad at us. And they were like, they said they will never, ever host 
another event, never have another wedding. Beautiful. And a few years later, one of our friends actually tried to book the place. They said, we will never have another wedding here again because of what happened. <laughs> you ruined it for I everybody. They yep. remembered our last thing. That's a great story. So what is the largest ceremony you've been to? You know, it's probably the inauguration. You know, I did go to the inauguration in 2016. Oh, cool. And it was, like, so big. It was almost, like, too much in some ways. But the funny thing is there's, like, these, like, you know, you get dressed up and you go to, like, these, like, you know, the inaugural balls, whatever they call them. And I ran into John Boyd. And, of course, I'm like, oh, my God, John Boyd. And he's like, like, yes, like, calm down, son, kind of thing. And then he's like, I said, hey, I got to ask you. I've been got to know. Um, <laughs> did you own a Chrysler LeBaron? And he kind of looked at me and I couldn't tell if he was a annoyed because he gets asked that all the time or if he was like who the hell is this guy why is he asking about a Chrysler LeBaron but he's like no I never owned one son and I was like alright thanks man and anyway so uh, John Boyd never owned a Chrysler LeBaron for all you Seinfeld fans just all so right. you know right. thank well, you Berno yeah I remember back then he was Mickey Donovan too yeah. so he was running into that time. those yeah. are the two big questions he probably got and, back and the then. LeBaron question is, a, is, is an old I don't even remember the episode but it was a, something about him having owned a car that one of them was driving so, oh, all right. Yeah, you know, in well, the past he owned it. So, uh, by the way, Attorney General Mark Burnovich spells his first name with a with a K at the end because oh, C, C is, is for, for clowns. clowns. Yeah. And uh, you know, with the K, you get to be the Attorney General of the state. It's I, I would think so. Yeah. You know. In any event, uh, you know, wherever you're going, whatever you're doing, today is a is a pretty important day. Keep one eye on it and uh, make sure you're safe and uh, enjoy the sunshine and beauty that we have here in the valley. Some people, let's face it, some people really go out of their way to watch the inauguration. I've never done it. I, you know, if it was on and I was there, and I, I, I might watch it for a few minutes, but I'd probably flip around, to be we honest have a, with you. We have a friend that rearranged his entire day today I know. to watch this. Um, yeah. A mutual friend that well, we were talking to him yesterday, and he goes, yeah, he goes, I'm going to uh, get all my work done early in the morning. I'm going to take a couple hours off, sit in front of the TV, watch the inauguration, and then I'll go back to work. Yeah. He's, like, on, he's on the East Coast. Yeah. I mean, for us, it's going to be 10 o'clock. In fact, at 10 o'clock this morning, why don't we give you some of the other choices? That, oh, sure, as we get TV. off the air. Yeah. yeah, I always love that. That's one of my favorite radio bits is when you, when the guys on the radio tell you what's on television just as they get off the radio. That's always a fun thing it, to do. It is. Very it respectful is. to the person coming on after you. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, as we as we look at this stuff, um, let's look at what else is on aside from the inauguration. <laughs> okay, then. Shall we? All right. So um, we have uh, on Home Shopping Network, we have Designer Gallery with Colleen Lopez Jewelry. Colleen Lopez presents effortlessly elegant and sophisticated jewelry. Ooh. Elegant and sophisticated? Yeah, effortlessly. That's exactly what we want. We don't want to put too much effort into it. On the Paramount Network, it's an episode of Bar Rescue. Ooh, John Tapper. I love that guy. After gambling his life savings on a rundown Las Vegas bar, a desperate owner tries out a fetish night to whip up business. (laughs) Okay, what's the fetish? What to, kind of bar is it? And to what, whip up oh, business. Oh, I see I what you did you there. Yeah, a little little yeah. leather and, and whips. All right. I see what's the happening there. Right sure. There. All right. On TV Land, get a load of this. It's an episode of The Andy Griffith Show, and the plot is Howard and Otis rescue Andy, who has been taken prisoner by a pair of desperate bank robbers. Wait, what? 
That's a pretty serious episode. I would say of so. the Andy Griffith show now, right I, there. I, I'm sure Barney's like, Andy's been taken hostage. <laughs> we got a, I only have one bullet. He's like, you guys handle that. <laughs> At one point, actually, Aunt B tries to lure the bank robbers out with the promise of some delicious pie, and they still don't come out of the bank. Oh. That's how desperate and serious they are. These guys don't even want any of Aunt B's pie. I know. Everybody wants some of Aunt B's pie. And on A&E's Parking Wars, here's the plot. <laughs> Ponytail tickets two guys parked on the sidewalk for a prayer meeting. Who does? Ponytail. Ponytail. Yeah. That's a guy. Is this Parking Wars or The Outsiders? What is that? What are we talking about here? <laughs> was that? Stay something, Ponytail. <laughs> so, stay golden. Stay golden. There you go. So, there is your alternative shows. At 10 o'clock. At 10 o'clock yeah. this morning, in case you'd like to check some of those out. Now, remember your Inauguration Day drinking game today. Yes. During President Biden's speech, anytime he mentions what? Folks. Folks. If he says folks, that's one drink. Uh, if he says, um, here's the deal, although I don't know that we're going to hear that because this will be a very formal speech and yeah. it's, he's going to be fairly scripted. And if he mentions uh, my son, Bo, my son, Bo, would be, you should do a shot as well. And you know what? There'll probably be one mention in there because he usually does work him into his yeah, speech. Yeah, absolutely, you know, at some for, point, yeah. For good reason, but yeah. yeah. I mean, the only one that I wish were here to see this is my son, Bo, right. or something like that, you know, or when my son, Bo, was this. I mean, he's going to reference him, I'm sure, several yeah, no, times. No, he, he yeah. usually does. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, folks... And here's the deal. Folks, and here's common. the deal. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll be hammered if you do that drinking game. Yeah. If you're, in, if you are so inclined, by all means, have, have fun with that. They're saying that the speech will last 20 minutes. Right. Which so, is, you know, you know, which is a, a decent speech, but not overly verbose. You did a great job coming up with songs that are longer than his speech. Classic rock songs, or at least close to classic rock songs. For instance, I forgot about this one. See, I don't even yeah. think of this as a classic rock song, but really, but but it's but it's it's I Mike mean, Mike Oldfield's Tubular Bells, otherwise known as the Exorcist theme. Yes, which goes on for a whopping forty-eight minutes and yeah. forty-eight seconds. You get through almost half the movie. Yes, think this is this that. is this is incredible. This is a, a, a long singular piece of music, and it's funny because a lot of the song choices that we came up with were from progressive rock bands like Pink Floyd. Yes, yeah. Genesis. Pink Floyd has echoes. Yeah. A couple people phone that in. That's 23 minutes long. Yeah. Uh, Pink Floyd also has, if you want to count it, shine on your crazy diamond, although it does get broken up in the middle. But yeah. That's 26 minutes long. <laughs> Somebody phoned in The Outlaws. Do you remember them? Green Grass and High Tides. Yep, that goes the, on forever. The live version on oh. their on their fourth album, Bring Them Back Alive, yep. 20 minutes and 20 seconds. So that's Tw- longer. 23 minutes of Supper's Ready from Genesis. That goes way back. Yeah. That's early, early Genesis. From Foxtrot, yeah, in 72. That's a, that's a big song. One we mentioned this morning, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Dazed and Confused, the live version that yep. is on the, the the live album. It's a completely authorized and legitimate album. Yep, the song remains the same. And that goes on for like 25 minutes. 26 minutes and 53 seconds, oh, to be exact. Oh, I mean, that was... And they would do that on occasion live. A lot of bands like that, like Zeppelin and Deep Purple would do that as well. They would yes. just sort of expand their songs in a live environment. Allman Brothers would do it all the time. Like Whipping Post is originally a five-minute song. The live version on Film or East is 2240. Yeah, which and then, is and technically then you've got, longer. Then you've got Mountain Jam, 
on Eda Peach, which is 34 minutes and 9 seconds, I believe it is. Yeah. So when somebody says, how long does this song go on? You can say, well, it's nowhere near as long as the 2112 Overture. 2112? Well, the Overture is part of it. The, yeah. enti- the, the entire Rush song, 2112, is 20 minutes and 40 seconds, something yep. like that. Yep. Still more than 20. Yep. And you mentioned progressive rock bands. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer got a few things. Uh, now, we all know Carnival 9. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Sure. It's Carnival 9, like First Impression Part 6 yeah. is the name of that song, because Carnival 9 goes on for... 29 minutes and 37 seconds. Ever is what you're looking for. The word you're looking for is ever. Ever. Yes. So, yeah, there are some songs that are longer than the 20-minute speech we are likely to see today from President-elect Biden. Now, um, you know, we you know we have a monitor here in the studio and we're watching it. Everybody is there, but you know you're the opening act. I just saw the graphic go across the screen. Former VP Quayle arrives at the Capitol He's building. He's there, too. Yeah. Dan Quayle, I mean, that's, I mean, he got an invite. Yeah. When you talk about keeping the crowd size small, you, you, I mean, I'm sure the guy that was organized it was like, what do you think, Quayle? <laughs> you think of you think of uh, of uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix with his thumb up or down. <laughs> He's like, Quayle? Okay, but no plus one? Okay. <laughs> so Dan Quayle is there. I mean, you know, it's we're now political presidential people watching Yep, is what we're doing for the uh, for the ceremony. But we're going to have a new president uh, in, in about an hour and a half. And I mean, everything's smooth running so far. So. Yeah, and that's good. Safety first. And yep. Let's see if we can't uh, get through this day. Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Dude Shoes. Light, comfy, good to go to.